go out to LA. Somebody need to do a song for LA. Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. This is Los Angeles. Well, where are we going? Westward, Boy, 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 boy. What are we doing? And no jokes either, man. Like, for the past couple of weeks, man, I've just been not necessarily sad or depressed or stressed out or anything like, well, I could say a little bit stressed out. I could say that much. But, man, sometimes I just sit back and I'd be on Twitter late. You know, I'm a night owl for a lot of people that don't know. It's only, I think, I don't, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what day I actually go to bed at a reasonable time. You know what I mean? I know when I'm home, I probably go to bed a little bit, a little bit earlier than, than usual. And the usual is when I'm at work. Sometimes I don't go to work. I mean, sometimes I don't go to sleep at work until about two, maybe three in the morning. That's why I'm up. And sometimes I'll be up and I'll be on Twitter, just strolling the just strolling the, the, the Twitter streets. It don't be nothing much. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I just really be paying attention to people's personalities. You know? Um, and sometimes I just be up, man. Because I do be stressed out. You know, and and no, I'm not depressed or anything like that or having any. I've had emotional thoughts, but that's just natural. You know what I mean? Like, I think I've said before that, you know, I go through my my emotions throughout the year, you know, not having parents. Never really, never really knew the effect that it had on me uh, until I started seeing other people excel in life with parents. Oh, that that right there is a killer. That's a killer right there. You know what I mean? When 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 you graduate or you know, um when you get a raise or a promotion or whatever goal that you reach in life and your parents are there to congratulate you, to celebrate with you, or you could just call them, when you could drop your kids off uh to your to your mom and your and your dad. Um, on Father's Day, on Mother's Day, on Christmas, on these holidays, when when you call or you gotta shop for them, and I envy that every bit of it. You know what I mean? And yo, it's rough. It's rough. And then I pay attention to a lot of people' podcasts, and I and I love the shows or the episodes where people get deep. Uh, when people uh, are open and 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 they bring up, they they're very transparent about their lives at the moment, or even with their past. I'm I'm here for it, you know. And um, I I understand it. I understand it. You know what I mean. I, I pay attention to a lot, man. But one thing that I collect when I'm collecting all that data <laughs> from all these podcasts that I listen to, I come to realize that we don't know anything. I think we have temporary solutions. But overall, we don't know shit at all. 
And then when sometimes you got to step back and then you got to look at the world and you just start thinking about random shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we have a, a hip-hop artist from Chicago that has been, that has a record of him being emotionally out of whack. <laughs> you know, and now he's talking about he's running for president. Whether he's serious or not, the fact that this is like, this is real, that's a problem. The fact that, you know, shout out to my boy Greggy. Um, he's having he having his first child, you know, blessings, love. You know, his child will be born during the coronavirus uh, era. So by him being a first-time father and the first time being in the pandemic at the same time, yo, that's crazy. I think about shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I do. Because ever since I lost my backbone, ever since I wouldn't say my backbone, ever since I lost my safety net, which is my parents, I've been running. And you and I know I packed on a lot of weight since then. You know, I averaged between two forty, two fifty, little husky. You know, never really considered. You know, I guess fat. No disrespect for the fat people. I love fat people. Fat people love fat people. But we know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? From a person that always had a, I, I didn't have no sculptured body, <laughs> or I wouldn't fit. But I was, I was solid. And, you know, part, you know, I gained some weight and some of that was just due to love with, you know, with my wife. And the other was when you're in love, you eat, <laughs> you know, and also when you're depressed, you eat. And, you know, I've been running and it, you, I know y'all saying, well, what, what is this nigga talking about? He's been running, what, running from what? I've been running, I've been chasing joy. And I'm talking about chasing it. You know, recently we just came back from Arizona. A lot of people that don't know the context would think, yo, this nigga just came back from one of the states that has one of the highest numbers of COVID. Why would you even risk that? Well, look, it's not like that, you know. Um, we do have a history of renting out a house. Oh, not renting out a house. Going to, you know, renting a, renting a house. Um, and it's always multiple people. This time it was only five, but it was five people that we, well, outside of my, outside of my wife, it's three people that we trust, you know? So it's a total of five people that trust each other. Um, anyhow, you know, it was, it was a vacation away from not just where we're from, but it was just a vacation away from the world. And that's where I've been running. That's why I've been running. That's what I've been chasing. It's just a joy. So much that when I came back, the moment that we came back from Arizona, I was already looking up other houses. A reason to get back out. A reason to keep running. Because now I, cause now I live in a world where they want my kids to go back to school. 
to wear a mask and to risk them being around other kids that's around other people, that's around other family members that may not be protecting themselves as well as my family is. And that's what I got to deal with. You know, but that's why I've been running. And I don't know, I'm not sure if I ever stop running at this time. I joked around and said, this is my midlife crisis because I've been buying a gang of, just, we've been buying a gang of stuff in general, but I've been buying a gang of shoes. I don't think it's as, I think the pandemic plays a little bit in it, a little part in it. But I've always had this, you know, when I see something, I want it. And it's not necessarily have to be something new. It could be vintage. I'm a vintage type of guy. I was born in the 80s. So there's a lot of shit in the 80s that I didn't have. There's a lot of shit in the 90s that I couldn't have. That I'm able to get now. And I'm getting it not just because I may have the money. Not just because I may want it. But it's the nostalgia. It's the nostalgic feeling of feeling of holding, like, having something that was, that gave me great joy or a different type of feeling back in the day. And that could be, that go, that, that's not just items. That, that could be a TV show or a movie. I could sit up there and watch Family Matters, Saved by the Bell, you know, or watch a movie from, watch, watch a movie from the 80s, like The Breakfast Club. You know, or a cartoon that I used to watch back in the day, like even like a Punky Brewster, Care Bears, some shit like that, Scooby Doo, just puts you back in a in a spot where it was we had to worry about less shit. But nowadays, it's like it's so much going on, moving so fast, and it's like it'll drive you to a point where you really have to just try to escape from it. It's a lot to deal with, man. It's a lot to deal with. That's why I encourage people to just have fun. Have fun. I remember talking to D Murph. We had an episode and you know, I I, I really didn't elaborate on on a certain topic that we had brought up, but it had something to do with podcasting. And I pay attention to a uh to the podcasting game a lot now. As a matter of fact, I I have two episodes coming out. Uh, that has to do with podcasting, podcasters as well. And I just noticed there's so much talent in the podcast game, but there's so much of a disconnect between each other. It's a lot of competition, a lot of hatred. Regular shit that goes on in life, whether you're in the entertainment business or fucking family members. You know what I mean? I, I just got off the phone with... um with my cousin or whatever and she was you know she brought up you know she was like yeah you know you're one of my favorite cousins and out of all the cousins you know there's one weird one and I know who she was talking about calling out my other cousin but I was like you know what I'm I'm gonna stop you right there all you niggas is weird that's what I said and I didn't mean no disrespect but I told her I was like if you can give me the definition of being a normal person then go ahead then you could be a normal person. But until then, you as weird as just as everybody else is. Everybody's weird. Everybody. You know, but I just noticed like, you know, we don't have to be like that. 
We don't, especially in a time like this. It's just it's a lot of it's a lot going on in the world, and you're starting to realize that a lot of people don't care for other people. And I live in a world where I I my love is based on who loves me actually and that's my immediate family and you know the small family that I do have left but that's where I'm at with it man I don't know man I, I couldn't even tell you I, this is more of a venting episode to tell you the truth you know I'm niggas is gonna wake up and do the same thing over and over again when you finally hear this you know what I'm saying? It's probably going to make you think a little bit. And then we're going to right, go right back to it. Niggas are going to go to work, come home, take care of their family. Depending on their passion and interests, and hobbies, niggas might go to the gym, play the video game, you know, go to a gun range, uh, gamble, a house party or whatever. We're going to do the same shit over instead of trying to build with each other. So, you know, I think eventually somebody will branch off of the norm and and try to create something to where uh, we can come together, you know. Uh, rest in peace to George Floyd, but, you know, it took, you know, another man's life for us to actually stand up for something and... I've been hearing podcasts for the past, I would say, month or so, saying that, you know, we're losing the fire, the riots, the looting. Some people felt like it helped. With, I, I, I guess I can raise my hand to that. Some people was against it. But regardless of which side you on, both sides feel like the flames that we had created um, is starting to die out. And it's, and, it's, and it's starting to die out because of the distractions. And, you know, some of that, I guess you can tie in some sports to that. But you know what? I've always said, though, and, I, and I've said this on a sports show, and I've said this on my uh, my boy Goatee Smash Geo, uh, Talker Brothers, uh, Ballers Union. You know, I don't think sports should be a distraction. I think these players should be able to handle on and off the court at this point. I think I think people should be able to multitask. You know what I mean? I think I think if they're able to play, I think they should be able to play the sport that pays them and the sport that they have interest in and they ha- and and they love as a passion. I think they should be able to go ahead and do that. And I think they should be able to speak on political things. I think they should be able to speak on what's going on in our culture and the streets at the same time. I don't feel like we should, I don't feel like the first thing that we should run to is a distraction. You know what I mean? I feel like we should give them the benefit of the doubt when it, and, and, hope, and hope that they can balance both because this is their job as well, is to play basketball and to play football and to play baseball and to play soccer and to play golf and to play tennis, etc. They should be able to play the sport that pays them and, and they should be able to talk about what's going on in the world at the same time. But, you know, some people are small-minded and feel like 
They should just stick to what they know. Not not necessarily shut up and dribble, but they don't think they have they don't think they can balance the two. <sighs> this is the world we live in, man. I'm gonna go to bed, I'm gonna wake up, I'm gonna finish my shift, I'm gonna walk outside, put on my mask, get in my car, drive to the next shift. Then pray in my head small prayer in my head, take care of myself, and hoping I don't bump into anybody that that's positive. You know, hop on the freeway, make sure I pay attention while I'm driving because I'm on the freeway with a gang of 18-wheelers. Go home, see my family, feel comfortable, feel relaxed, stress level down. Wait till my wife get home if she's not at home already get up and do it all over again. Eventually, cats get tired of that because I got tired of that. And my family, and I, and I have to salute my wife, we find different things to do. We just find different things to do. And we continue to search for, hence, running. We continue to search for other things that we can do to take our mind off of being stressed. You know, and and I really have to be in the right, you know, mindset in the right space because I am the head of the household. And even though I say it's a hundred, a hundred, a hundred split, meaning I may have certain decisions or I may have the last decision, but that doesn't mean I make all the decisions because I might not have my head space might not be right. I might not be in the right space to make the right decision. Therefore, that's when my wife comes in and she makes the executive decisions if I'm not mentally there. But I got we got to we got to keep running to figure some shit out because if we don't, you know, especially my wife having anxiety and panic attacks, I got to be got to be on point. Got to because if we all on the edge, there's no one. There's no one around to talk us off. So, yeah, man. I know it sounds cliche, maybe even corny, but we definitely got to keep going. Definitely got to keep going, and keep going, knowing that we don't know, we don't have the answers. We have temporary solutions. Until those answers are presented to us. And I think that's just life. I think we wake up from day one and our ending day and in between, we just trying to figure out what the solution is, what the purpose is. And knowing that way, we make mistakes, we make assumptions. We make bad decisions. We make great decisions. We meet our goals. We fail. And it's just all trying to figure out this shit called life. Point blank. You know, <laughs> the day you wake up and you can't walk inside of a market without a mask. The day you wake up and you have one of the most emotional rappers of all time. Say he's running for president. The day you wake up and 
the 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 famous couple that you felt like was goals come to find out they they live a lifestyle that you wouldn't necessarily do or even agree with not to say that you care or don't care but it's just probably something that's not right up your alley but that's the life that you woke up to this is what we dealing with you know we like I'm not sure how long this has been a thing, but we've been listening to the most depressing music for a while as far as hip hop and R and B. But this is the new this is the this is the new shit that's going on. And it's like I wouldn't necessarily we just gave in I wouldn't say that we gave into it, but we're so numb. Like we're so used to it now. I ain't gonna lie to you. I try my best to ignore it, but there's some songs that that catch your ear. At the same time, man, I just stay in my vintage, my retro music bag, <laughs> my crates, you know. And I try to chase that. I trace that nostalgia, man. I swear to God, I do. I do it because I know it's one, it's one thing that temporarily make me feel good. Is knowing that whatever TV show, whatever shoe, you know what I mean? Whatever movie that came out when I was a kid or when I was a teenager, when I was just in a better space in life, is going to heal me for that for that moment because my mind is going to be racing. And when I say better space in life, I don't mean that that was those were the best days of my life. Those were just the days that I was just less stressed. You know what I'm saying? Being more stressed mean, means that you're just dealing with more. Whether it's a good thing or or a bad thing, it's just more to stress over. Like, I have a great family. I love my family. But I stress more over that family because I have to protect them. Physically, financially, mentally, and that's a lot on me. You know what I'm saying? Without having the proper guidance, because this, that that guidance book, there's not a ending to it. Like the shit keeps going. This is why, this is why folks with both parents have that's 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 a benefit because their book is continuing to be uh, wrote out or written or whatever the case may be. They still land, the, the blueprint is still being laid out because they're still here. And that's the advantage that they have over, over a lot of people. Not to say that they will be better off in life, they'll go further in life, but it's just, uh, it's just a depression that they don't have to deal with. It's a stress level that they don't have to deal with. It's a negative feeling, a dark place that they don't have to deal with. That's the advantage. So, you know. You're going to look up. You're going to be in your late 30s, early 40s. And you're going to be like, God, I miss that person. Whether I was a family member or a goddamn Kobe Bryant. 